and product clowns you're listening to prime cuts a non-linear history of the transformers franchise on television i'm one of your hosts audrey i'm your other host nero new new types of guy dropped tonight last week it was all about mysterious ruins and floating mountains and like ooh, what's going on on this weird planet this week it's all about uh new guys who Come who join the cast, but then immediately leave the cast, sort of. Yeah, it's kind of. I mean, it's actually not so different than the way Armada went, honestly. Yeah. Um. This is around the time new guys were joining. I think this is around the time that Smokescreen showed up in Armada. Yeah, and you had you know like Hoist, who was dead for a bit, but then he wasn't. You know. Yeah. So, yeah, we watched. Uh, two episodes, of course, we watched Fallen Comrades and Double Jeopardy. Yeah. Um, Fallen Comrades is a very literal title because yeah. if, if he fell, he fell over. God, uh, th- these episodes in particular, uh, uh, speaking of that, we'll get, we'll get to all of the falls in this. I felt everyone... People people are landing on their asses a lot in these episodes, and I feel like they're doing so very heavily. Like, it's a very quick and visceral thunk that they're all dropping on, particularly in these episodes. Yes. Yeah, definitely. They, they are, they are falling on those meaty rears. Uh, I mean, we see plenty of rat traps, you know, thick, thick yeeks this week. I mean, yeah, rat trap, Megatron. I think Megatron takes the most, actually. He gets knocked on his ass a lot. I think Tarantulas does at one point. Oh, and Scorponok. Scorponok gets his ass beat basically in every shot. Well, that's fine. That's normal. That's that's, that's the way things it... should be. I mean, I think. I mean, I think it happens more than Waspinator, which is funny. So, Fallen Comrades starts with one of the Axelons stasis pods uh, falling to Earth, and, and both factions get a lock on it, and they got they got to get out there and get out there quick. Well. For the Predacons, yes. Most of the Maximals are not so huge on this, actually. Uh, like, you know, Rhinox being the basically only voice of reason in the Maximals is like, I don't know, Optimus. Like, this seems a little dangerous. Maybe we should, like, think of a plan outside of just running into it and seeing how that goes for us. And, um, and Optimus is just like, no, absolutely not. I have to fly out right now immediately and beat them to the punch. I have to right. save him. I have to save my the boy. Best, the best the best part about this is is that even Dinobot at the end is like, listen, no one wants to beat Megatron's ass more than I do. We all know this. But, like, I think I agree with the rhinoceros. Like, this seems... This seems... Something's funny here. And... Like, like, and Optimus is like, we have to get there. Megatron will be doing the best, like, his best to get there fastest. And Dinobot's like, well, I'm not actually sure about that. Like, 
Megatron works pretty mysteriously a lot of times, and Optimus is like, no, fuck you, I know Megatron better than you do. <laughs> which is Dinobots like, like no, which is like you don't. Dinobots, Dinobot, Dinobot doesn't say anything at that point, but he's like, okay. Yeah, he he like he's like, all right, just let me at least let me scan the surrounding area first. And so he does that. He doesn't find anything, uh, which, as we see later, his scanners must be pretty shitty if they can't just like penetrate rock because Waspinator and Terrorist were just hiding behind rocks. Yeah. I think. Um, but yeah, even after that, he's like, all right, what, let me just send a scouting party ahead first. Um, and of course, by now we have seen that Megatron is literally saying, literally knows exactly what Primal is going to do. He's like, they only have one flyer. They're going to send Optimus out to get there really fast. We have to take him out and then we basically get the pod for free. Yeah. Um, it, it goes bad for them. Um, Pterosaur and Waspinator manage to get the drop on them, and Waspinator manages to blast Optimus down, which is a huge L. Yeah. That is, like, that is about as bad as you can do. It's no good. Um, Optimus gets the shit kicked out of him a lot in these two episodes. He gets... He gets fucked up real bad by these two clowns. Uh, and, and Dinobot also gets injured a bit. His, his weapons get knocked out of commission. Um, but thankfully, he always has one le- weapon left, which is his, his, his fucking Space Ripper stingy eyes. Though, again, uh, based on what happens to another character in the next episode, I'm not even sure that's true. <laughs> god yeah but uh, waspinator <laughs> gets a rock dropped on him here so you know we're, we're keeping count of all of the times waspinator has received just truly grievous harm yeah i i do appreciate that waspinator is most frequently just squashed like a bug yes um and they fly i mean he gets shot at a lot but he mostly gets squashed yeah a lot of blunt force trauma for waspinator yeah so they fly yeah. off uh after that and but but optimus is way too fucked up to go they gotta put him in the cr chamber it's literally like an i still functions moment yeah it's like right that's what it is it's like dinobot is like uh yeah optimus is dead like gets back and is like yeah optimus is dead and optimus is like i'm not i'm right here and dinobot's like you will have a Viking funeral. I promise I will honor your, your worthy death in battle. And it's like, and Optimus is like, Dinobot, I'm still fucking here. And Dinobot's like, are you, are you sure you don't want to die? This would be a great death. Yeah, he says like, uh, it would be, I would have, I would give you a wonderful funeral. And Optimus shows, I'm going to have to miss it for now. I got, I got to pass on this one, Dinobot. So because of that, Dinobot so has good. to Dinobot has to stay home to babysit the monkey in in the in the CR chamber while everybody else runs as fast as their fat little legs can carry them to try and get to the C, uh to the to the fucking stasis pod before the Predacons do. Yeah. Hey Cheetor, uh. how about that vaunted speed you won't shut the fuck up about? How about you um you go faster than the rhinoceros? God there's a scene of the uh, of the Predacons approaching the pod. Oh no! For, so first, there it's it's Waspinator and Terror. That's what it is. It's Waspinator and Pterosaur reporting back to Megatron, um, and and they're like, and we almost killed Optimus. And Megatron's like, what's this almost? 
And Pterosaur's like, well, he was in really bad shape. And Megatron's like, did I tell you to kill him? And they're like, yeah. Did you kill him? I mean, technically not yeah, but he's like almost there. And he, the line from Megatron is, I'm disappointed in you, yes. It's the shortest, bluntest <laughs> yes he has said in this entire season. And it's so funny in context. He sends those two fucking shuckle fucks out to get the pod because they are the flyers. You know, it, it's one of those things where, you know, you always, you always question why... Uh, why Megatron keeps Starscream around in 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 most continuities, and and in G one the answer is obviously the pussy is crazy. Um, but here there is an actual reason that Megatron keeps Pterosaur around, and it's because without him, his only flight capable troop is Waspinator. Hmm, <laughs> Waspinator can fly very well. <laughs> Yeah. So while while they while I fly off to get the pod, Megatron turns to everyone else and goes, "Hey, all those fucking Maximals are uh, out of the base, which means we can just run in there and wreck their shit." Uh, also, we see like before they put Primal in the CR chamber, he's like, "You got to get there fast. The pod might be damaged, and if that is the case, then the protoform inside is going to get a whole bunch of energon radiation." And we see like the the hand reaching out of the pod and getting the fucking bone hurting juice. Uh, literally, literally the hydrogen bomb of this planet's uh, energon versing versus the coughing baby of this protoform. That's right. So the, like I said, Cheetor is not being very fast today. If the, look, if there was ever a time for you to run really fast, Cheetor, it's now. And yet you're not. I'm, 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 I'm just... Well, he, he's, he's finally learned his lessons from the six previous episode. Learned at the wrong time, you dumb little cat. So they, they, they reached this like the, the, um, the, the, the pod has landed up in the Arctic, and we keep seeing these. Wow, we keep seeing these Arctic tigers for some reason. I wonder what the new guy will turn into. Um, yeah, impossible to say. And they reach this like thin ice bridge that they have to cross to get to the pod. And, of course, Waspinator and Terrace will just destroy it. Right, yeah. It, the, so, like, Rat Trap and Rhinox and Cheetor get there. Um, and, like, no one in this fight, they have, like, a fight, and no one in this fight does their silly declaration before transforming. Which may, leads me to believe that it's Roger Rabbit rules, and they only need to announce their transformation when it's funny. That's right. I, I believe that. Um, after after the after the bridge is destroyed, Rattrap calls into base. Uh, okay, we get a we get a wild confirmation yeah. of a fact here. Please, please, yeah. So at first, you know, Dinobot's being a little bitch and not answering right away. He walks over there, he answers it, and he's like, "What do you want, vermin?" Um, and yeah, Rattrap tells him, yeah, bridge is out. We have to go the long way around. We need some backup. The Predacons are going to get there first. And then he, he, fuck, what is the, ex the exact. Dinobot, I get, oh, I have it. Okay. So Dinobot tells him, he's like, mm, maybe if we have, if we have time or whatever. And, uh, Rattrap says, 
kiss my pink hairless and as he says that Dinobot disconnects the call which means that we can confirm that Rat Trap gets Brazilians I suppose that's true I mean Rhinox already knew that but um, now we all do I mean who do you think he does it for (laughs) so so Dinobot is thinking about this (laughs) that also means that his his Russie I guess is getting exposed to uh, um, toxic levels of uh, energon radiation. I mean, I could have, I could have told you that Rat Trap had some kind of toxic sludge pussy. I mean, <laughs> toxic look pussy. Look at him. Um, uh, Dinobot literally makes the fucking <laughs> Velociraptor face here when he's thinking. He like, uh, yeah. He like, because he's trying to figure it out, and he decides he's gonna, he's gonna <laughs> call Optimus in the CR chamber. The this what is, okay what is going on with optimus in this scene this is like uh, the way optimus acts in this scene is like he just did a indica dominant trait uh a strain for the first time yeah i mean he is in the cr chamber so he's getting he, who knows what's going on in there right we got the, he is hopped up on cyber oxy <laughs> i love the this effect has always stuck with me just this fucking translucent blue gorilla head floating above a table talking to a fucking dinosaur this is yeah a, it's a it's 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 what's his face from uh from power rangers yeah it's fucking zordon if he was a zordon yeah and uh, yeah he's dinobot basically tells him what's going on and and, and <laughs> primal tries to fucking think through the oxy haze he's like what if we what if we uh hit it with a he's laser like, he's like is there any way to contact them and like contact the pod and dinobots like no primal it the, the energon's too thick near there like our signal can't get through and this is like well, what if it could though he's like what if <laughs> we what like- if we hit it with a laser <laughs> what if we what could it could we bounce it off something and that and Dinobot's like, oh fuck me! Actually, yeah, we could. All right, hold on. <laughs> so, as he's arranging this laser dish into position, right as the Predacons arrive, um, and they're like, oh shit! Look who it look who it is! It's Dinobot on guard duty. This owns. We're gonna get him. And except that, well, first Megatron tries to Megatron. Yes. He's like, oh, you could come back to my side and we could rule together. And Dinobot's like, no. no th- this is a great scene because, like, Dinobot sees Megatron and is immediately like, oh, it's on, like, Optimus' Donkey Kong. Like, let- let's fucking go. And Megatron's like, no, peace. I'm not here to fight. I'm here to discuss and appeal to your sense of reason you were a predacon once and you could be again what do you say come back to us what do you say and dinobot just looks at him and goes eat slag and megadron says all right got it scorponok get him and he just gets blasted by scorponok and tarantulas who pop up from the sides and fuck his shit all the way up yeah, this is like the first really heavy thunk of these episodes, IMO. He, f- he falls off the ship and you just hear a bonk. This is definitely like 
Dinobot found dead on the Axelon. Yes. He's fine, but he's dead. And he's a, they're about to finish him off when he manages to like roll back into the ship like entryway and just and just like send, uh, yell like auto cannons on for the love of fuck. Um and this I love this. So the, the f- This is this is a great little moment. Yeah. So the auto cannons are like deploy right in front of, of Scorpnog and Tarantulas and Tarantulas So wait, I just want to paint the picture because uh Dinobot is also right underneath them. Yeah, oh yeah, they're 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 going uh, to execute him and he like rolls no, away. No, it, yeah, no, he he's right underneath the auto cannons. Yes. So he's like protected at them by them and Scorpnog and, and um uh tarantulas are just like staring at him <laughs> and, and staring at these cannons and so tarantulas does like a little sidestep and instantly yeah, gets, he does a little cha-cha slide and instantly gets oh and he just gets shot into the fucking orbit it's some of the best comedic timing that the show has done so far because there's like a very heavy pause before it and then tarantulas like moves a single single toe and is blasted into orbit. And Scorponok starts shaking so hard from fear that the motion sensors pick him up and also blast him. Yeah. So they they the Predacons run off and, and Primal fires the laser pulse and bounces it off the smaller second moon of this planet that is certainly not Earth. Um and it hit, it, well, how could it be? It's two moons. That's right. And it, it hits the pod and it sends out a big pulse and it there's a white tiger watching it. Weird. Anyway, the fu- the fucking the fucking blowjob brothers have arrived at the fucking pod and they're trying to open it up. These these two are these two are all because they're the flyers. They're literally always together and they're liter- pterosaur is literally always trying to like steal waspinator's cred. I mean, again, waspinator's lot in life is to be pathetic. That's right. Um. And and so the, the Maximals have arrived. Optimus is back at full health, and he puts the now extremely fucked up Dinobot in the CR chamber to like, hey, you got to rest up. I'll handle it from here. Good job. Like then, and Megatron shows up to the pod. Everybody's at this pod now. We're all here, except for Primal. Um, and we we kind of get the you know this is where we're introduced to the fact that the Predacons can you know they can reprogram these are all maximal protoforms by default because they were from the axelon um but the predacons can reprogram them into predacons if they have enough time uh and if they get there first and so megatron yeah protoforms protoforms are actually pretty interesting in the beast wars continuity because it really it harkens i mean I guess it's the reverse, is that the comics harken back to Beast Wars, but it really sort of lays a precedent for, like, the made-to-orders. Yeah, I mean, um, lots of things owe, owe their owe their sort of existence in fanon to Beast Wars, more even more yeah. so than, like, the G1 cartoon or comics from the 80s, because, like, there's... Yeah, we've got laser cores and shit yeah. in the G1 cartoon. We, we Spark, this is where sparks come from, this show. This is show is where sparks are the, a thing for the first time. Yeah. I still think G1 has more foundational stuff than, oh, sure. than Beast Wars. But there's there's definitely there's definitely a lot that uh, Beast Wars originates, for sure. So, the, you know, during, Megatron stops a fight by threatening these these two tigers that are nearby. And, like, if you if you try to fuck with the pod... I'm going to blow these animals up. And the Maximals just can't let two innocent animals get blown up. If Dinobot was there, he wouldn't care. 
Yeah, well, you know, as we've established, he used to be a Predacon. But uh, that works. They all, all, all lower their guns, and Megatron's like, if he had hands, he would be rubbing them together. Like, ooh, boy, here we go. Gonna get a new Predacon. And he pops open the pod, and it's empty. The the protoform has already left the building. Do you believe it? It's one of the tigers that we've been seeing this entire episode. Now, he is voiced by Blue Man Kuma. He's got a fucking great voice. I love Tigatron's voice. Yeah, he's voiced by Blue Man Kuma, who had a hand in, like, all of the Hasbro properties, and continued to, up to actually through Friendship is Magic. Um, he played Flutter Guy in Friendship is Magic, um, but he was in G.I. Joe, he was in, uh... My Little Pony, he was obviously here in Beast Wars. Uh, he was in Robocop. He's done, like, live-action stuff as well. He he is... I don't know if you've ever seen him, but he is six foot three inches tall and 230 pounds. He's a very imposing guy. Um, and he mostly plays, like, authority figures. He's been in the Fringe and Alcatraz. He's in 21 Jump Street. Um, yeah. <laughs> and he has... A voice to go with it. He's in 2012, the fucking uh, Roland Emmerich movie. Yeah, um, and he has—he certainly has the voice to go along with it. Yeah, so he so Tigatron transforms and just once again knocks uh, Megatron completely on his ass. Um, Predacons go into full retreat, and, and Tigatron kind of explains what happened. He's like, you know, um, the the crash frazzled my identity circuits so i really wasn't sure who i was or what side i was on but seeing you uh willing to lay down your lives for these for these for 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 the me and my my tiger friend here then i knew that i had to fight on you guys' side thank you for being my friend That's right um and when by the way optimus arrived at some point to shoot missiles at, at megatron it's fine there's also Don't a really funny bit where when megatron is retreating uh tigatron shoots a missile at him as he's running away and you just hear off screen an explosion and megatron just screams blast it yeah again a lot of like team rockets blasting off again in these episodes and so for primal well you know it's like hey welcome to the maximals our ship is over here and tagatron's like no 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 i i understand but you know i'm still i'm still i'm still a little scrambled up and i just feel like right now my place is here in the wilds and so everyone's like well i guess you can be our like recon guy for now you can just hang out uh elsewhere that's how it ends. He's just like, we got we got a yeah, cool like, guy. Like that's great. We have someone who's our ally, and we don't have to feed him. Perfect. We should say, um, Tigatron's character model is very clearly just like a a, a, a retooled Cheetor, right? Like just. Oh, actually, there is one thing I want to say about Tigatron's character model, which is that I hate his disgusting mouth. He does have, you know, how Cheetor kind of has a cat face. Yeah, but Cheetors is, like, more well-defined. Tigatron's looks... I, I I I want to, like, rip his mouth off. Yeah, he's got a weird, like... Uh, it's bad. He's got, he's got a weird situation going on. He is also very teal. Very teal. 
Um, and he has. Well, you know, that's that's camouflage in the Arctic. He even has Cheetor's gut gun too, because he is just a, a, a very slightly changed Cheetor model. Um, but yes. Well, God, Nero, how many models do you want them to make? I know. Look, it's hard work making a new guy. I mean, ne- next next episode they have they had to make a whole new guy. Um, and who knows how hard that was. Speaking of. Speaking of next episode, we've got episode, what is it, eight? I've already forgotten. Double Jeopardy. Uh, yes, it is eight. <laughs> this one's good. This one's great. Now, I forgot that this was Black Arachnia's debut. Um, in fact, We both forgot f- that this was When I first saw this title, I thought this was the one with the two Dinobots. I thought this was the one with the Dinobot clone, but no. Completely unrelated. Still a good episode, though. Oh, it's so good. Both of them. It's so good. So, we start off here. Dino, uh, Dinobot and Optimus are, yet again, on the on their way to find another stasis pod. And uh, they get fucking ambushed. They, they're trapped in a box canyon. Uh, the, the stasis pod is all the way up on this frozen waterfall. And they, get, they just get their shit rocked really hard by the Predacons. Yeah. Um, Optimus, I... Optimus looks more severely damaged in this episode than he did in the last one. Yeah, I have um, a note here that I can't remember why I put it down. That just says, you better work. I don't know why. Huh. Was that directed at You better terror Maybe. I don't, don't know. Was someone serving in the scene? I don't remember anyone serving in this particular scene. We will get. We will no. get that shortly, though. <laughs> so yeah they get they get they get fucked up um and um, they go doesn't is this where optimus says well that's just prime yes, at the end of it he says real, which is just a terrible line he says, he says his catchphrase while like dying and spitting up blood and being on fire and uh, yeah they uh they go back to base and they're like why that's like the third time in a row that we have been completely wrecked by the predacons what the fuck is happening um and Dinobot instantly is like I bet Rat Trap's a little fucking traitor bitch. Well okay. Oh, maybe that's what it was. Maybe it was like the conversation between Dinobot and Rat Trap where because uh, they had a conversation, so they're supposed to So the 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 scene that actually starts us off is with, with Dino Chop uh Dinobot and uh Optimus has them looking for this uh looking for this pod and they're like freezing their asses off and so dinobot calls rat trap and is like where is it and rat trap's like you're like right on top of it um and it turns out it was right on top of them so it was on a ledge so dinobots immediately like rat trap's the one who led us there rat trap's the one that's been feeding us information rat trap's the one with information to feed now i know about traitors so i'm not pointing fingers but i am actually pointing fingers yeah and so obviously Rhinox is immediately like, hey, uh, no. That's my fucking husband. Also, there's a bit there's a bit where Cheetor accidentally does a microaggression earlier on before that. Because he's like, ah, I wonder if there's some rat feeding oh, yeah. him information. He turns the rat trap and he's like, no offense. A rat trap's like hissing through his fangs it's very good um and yeah that rat so so dinobot just just immediately jacuses uh rat trap 
And while everyone else is like, no, that can't be true, Primal's like, hey, can I see you in my, you know, you know what, Rattrap, can I see you in my office? It is, like, very funny how Optimus at this point is, like, friendship over with the Maximals, now Dinobot is my new best friend. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> I mean, okay, look, here's the thing, right? Other than, you know, Rhinox is very reliable, but he's not usually a guy who's, like, speaking up about tactics. He's He's building stuff, he's, like offering advice your other yeah. two guys are cheetor who's the dumbest boy alive and Rattrap, yeah. who never wants to do anything ever who is Rattrap? so dynamon is the only one who's like giving him any sort of useful input at this point yeah <laughs> he's, he's, I guess. Trying, he's trying to take what he can get um but you know as as we'll learn later all of this is a ruse anyway um we, so we cut over to Tarantulus's fucking waifu machine nine thousand. Well, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what it, it wasn't a ruse then. I'm pretty sure that it was Optimus being like, "Rattrap, can I speak with you privately?" Yeah, th- this is where they start right, the ruse. Yeah. He's like, "Hey, I got a good, right, I got, yeah, yeah, I got yeah. a good idea. <laughs> I got a yeah. great idea." Um, um. Anyway, it's time to meet the woman of the hour. The moment. Yes, tar- I love. I love this. So Tarantulus. A sicko in every universe. Tarantulas has, for some fucking reason, been put in charge of formatting the new protoform. I would personally, I would not. Who would you, who, okay, who amongst this team? Listen, for better or worse, Tarantulas is the scientist of the team. (sighs) Yeah, I mean, I was going to say Waspinator is the most normal one. Uh, Because, I mean, Pterosaur would try to turn them into, into his, like, ultra loyal fucking slave lieutenant scorponaut can't work the keys because he doesn't have hands um and tarantulas as we will see has a sicko in every universe other interests um but waspinator you know i trust him i trust him implicitly Anyway, Tarantulus uh, turns up the boob slider. Okay, well, as we as we see, Megatron sure as hell doesn't. No, he doesn't. But Tarantulus is busy turning up the boob slider while Megatron's like, Hey, is that protoform almost ready yet? Did you choose a cool beast mode for it? And Tarantulus is like, yes. Ooh, yes, I did. And I'm jerking it to it as we speak. Yep, it's Black Arachnia. And I love Megatron. <laughs> Megatron immediately goes... I, I think you had oh god what was it i think um, you had like ulterior hidden intentions yeah, hidden uh, yeah that's intentions. what arterial motives that's what it was ulterior motives in your uh, beast design god well she's here hog she while is formatting this weren't you she is um she is the moment she is the blueprint she is the moment megatron calls her miss arachnia which i yes. loved like which first name black last name black, arachnia. last name arachnia yeah so good that's how it works uh, i hope you don't expect black arachnia to really do much in this episode she does one thing for her day you know i guess tigertron only technically did one thing too but he like made a big impression at the end shot a bunch of guys you can always only ask for so much so you know we we cut back to the axelon where where Rattrap and optimus have a very conspicuous argument that yeah, everyone else like can th- hear. 
definitely not staged at all. It's like, how dare you question my motives, you big ape? And Optim- You think I'm working with the Predacons? Uh, I'm gonna hit you in your big gorilla nipple. And Optimus, Optimus is like, I don't trust you, Rat Trap. You have to prove your loyalty. So he sends Rat Trap on this crazy dangerous mission to the fucking lava fields to scout for Energon. And Shidor's like, yeah. hey, isn't that like right next to the dark side? And Optimus is just like, yeah. And he's got, he's got to do it. He's got to prove himself to me. Yeah, and everyone, uh, like, Rhinox is like, that's my husband. What are you doing, Optimus? Surely there's another way. And Optimus is like, you stay out. You're emotionally compromised. <laughs> You're biased. Um, so we, we he, he heads on out there, and he's he's complaining about it, and he's on comms this entire time. That's very important that he's on comms the entire time um, because he gets... The, these, tra- these comms transmissions get picked up by the Predacons using their little code breaker machine, and Pterosaur gets dispatched to deal with Rat Trap. Yeah, um, you know, Tarantulas, Tarantulas doesn't need hate sex anymore. He has new fat material. That's right. That's so bad. He's such a nasty <laughs> little boy. He sucks a lot. Um, and Pterosaur beats a shit of Rat Trap, and everyone's like, oh my god, no, we gotta help him, Optimus. But then Rat Trap's like, wait. Hang on, I'm begging for mercy. I'll do anything if you spare me. I don't even like the Maximals anymore. And Terrace was like, oh? A word? And, uh, yeah, he's like, okay, I'll spare you. But, hey, listen. You're not just going to be any Predacon, okay? You're going to be specifically loyal to me. Fuck the Predacons. You're a Terracon. You're my guy. Me. Yeah, you're my guy. I'm named. I'm naming my faction after a different G1 combiner team. And actually, now that I think about it, you're kind of cute. What if I just like put a leash on you and kept you in a cage? Hmm. I think actually you're my new pet now. I'm gonna call you my lieutenant, but you are my pet. Just to be clear about it. What is going on over on the dark side? What is? I don't know, man. <laughs> once again, tarantulas. <laughs> once again, a fucked up uh, scientist has invented gender, and it's ruined everything for the Decepticons. It's all. It's all. Everything over there is just going. Look, there's they. They. they it's. It's. You know, Waspmater seems like he's having a, a, a normal time, at least. He's he's just trying to live his life unsuccessfully most of the time, I might add. Um, so yeah, everyone's like, oh my god, he is a traitor. Rhinox looks genuinely crushed. He's like, oh, no. Yeah, I was about to say, like, this is, this is, um, I feel particularly for Rhinox, who is not only being betrayed, but going through a divorce in this moment. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, like you said, Pterosaur presents Rat Trap to the other Predacons. He's in a cage. Um, and Pterosaur's like, hey, this is my new buddy. He's, his name is Rat Trap. He's undyingly loyal to me. He's my lieutenant. And be- with him and Black Arachnia, actually, we basically win the Beast Wars now and we don't need Megatron anymore. It's, yeah. And, Me- it's like- and Megatron's like, well, hang, hold up, wait, hold up. <laughs> What'd you say? What was that last part? I think maybe you do need me. 
And uh, as he's saying this, you know, Megatron's like, uh, how many times do I have to teach you this lesson, old yeah, man? Yeah, it's like, look, and like, Pterosaur, just last week you tried to sh- blow me up, and look how that turned out for you. What what are you expecting to do here? And Pterosaur says, ah, but this time I have a rat with a taser. And boy, boy, does he tase. He tases the fuck out of Megatron. Also, I really love just in the background while Pterosaur is talking, Rat Trap is doing like finger guns and 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 like thumbs ups. Yeah, really selling it. <laughs> it's it is really really good. Um, it's also like my favorite part of it, and I, I I'm really glad Rat Trap got to do it. He tases Megatron. Megatron goes down. He's in T Rex mode. Um, and and Pterosaur is like, oh, by the way, you can't transform either. And Rat Trap just looks at him and then tases him again. <laughs> <laughs> He's already down. He's already down. You can see the energy circulating around his body and Rat Traps like tases him again and goes, Yeah, now you can really, you know, worship your new master. Suck it, mega bitch. But opt but uh Terrace was like, Well, I should probably still keep you in the brig until we know that you're like for real, for real. Um It's it's not a brig, it's your new home. <laughs> Also, Megatron is there. We're going to put you in the cage right next to Megatron, who instantly breaks out because he's like, look, do you really think that me, uh, God's perfect tyrant, would make a jail that I could not escape from? Yeah, it's so funny. We're like, Megatron's like, wow, look at the two of us. What a pair we make. And Rattrap's like, are you high? <laughs> he just Like, what are you even he, talking about, he, dude? He just, he just leaves. Megatron just leaves right so anyway yeah megatron like starts off by saying like you know the two of us like we may create a pair anyway and anyway bye and like rat trap watches him leave and then also just leaves yeah, he, also, he, he uh he smuggled in a lockpick uh kit as well he calls it an infiltration kit by the way cool mm-hmm. trick rat trap can do he can wave his hand over the emblem on his arm and it, it can change it from a maximal to a predicon and back again yeah, uh, much uh, much easier changing of alliance than we have in other continuities. No branding need to get needed. It car- branded or carved into you. Though, frankly, with all the other kinky shit going on on the dark side, you'd think more branding would be involved, but I guess not. Oh, I'm sure Pterosaur was going to get to it. <laughs> no, I can, I can just change it. Watch. No, it's it's different. You gotta do it. No, I want you to hurt. <laughs> So Rat Trap, you don't get it. You need to hurt. Rat Trap is on a solo sneaking mission um, through the fucking guts of the dark side, trying to find this 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 computer, this 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 uh whatever is allowing them to hack into maximal comms. And he kind of he sees like Terrorsaur and Scorponok arguing about about you know because Scorp was like, I don't like you. I follow Megatron, and Terrorsaur was like, We've been over this. I'm the leader now. And he's like, no, it's... you're not. Okay. You know that, you know, that illustration of four people walking in a square and it's wow. What a beauty. Wow. What a beauty. <laughs> yes. Yes. Etc. The Predacons are that except how many times do I have to teach you this lesson, old man? How many times do I have to teach <laughs> you this lesson, old man? How many times do I have to teach you this lesson, old man? At one point, Rat Trap gets directions from an actual rat. It's it's kind of a sweet moment, actually. Yeah, the rat like gestures to fo- for him to follow the rat, 
and Ratchet makes like a okay sign at him, like damn solidarity with my with my rat brethren. That's the other rat. Those are those are that's one of the other rats and the giant rat that makes all the rules for right. you. And while all this is happening, he really is the giant rat that makes all of the rules in this is. episode, huh? He is. Uh, while all that is happening, back on the Axelon, Optimus suddenly decides, actually, Rat Trap being there sure is an Intel, uh, in- Intel, you know, weakness. We got to go in there and get him. And I think it's Rhinox says, uh, no, it's Cheater is like, you mean rescue him, right? And Rhinox is like, let him fucking rot. I don't care anymore. He betrayed my Not- heart. Not dealing with the separation very well at this moment. No, but they all go anyway. Um, Rattrap does eventually find the computer that that the Predacons are using to to spy on them. And he opens it up and there is indeed a Maximal Code ship in there. He's like, ah, yoink, give me that. And and we we understand the reason for the season and deception. And then he walks directly into Tarantulas' web. (laughs) Well, you know, it had to happen sometime. Who, by the way, um, is about to snack on the rat from earlier. He's about to eat that boy, but Rat Trap saves him by being caught in the web. You may you may be wondering, hey, you haven't brought up Black Arachne at all so far. That's right. Right. Well, actually, the one thing, there is one thing that she does before oh, yeah, this. Oh, she calls, Scorp- calls Scorponok a dumb, a dumb shit, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, when when Pterosaur is back with the entire group, um, saying like, "All right, here's Megatron's tased body twitching beneath me. Um, does anyone have any questions about who's leading this right now?" Uh, and Scorponok's like, "I'm not loyal to you. I'm loyal to Megatron." And <laughs> and Black Arachne is like, "Then you're dumber than you look, Jesus, dude." <laughs> <laughs> not you know. I I, I think that. Like I said, Tarantulas was spending way more time on making the boobs bigger and not on the, like, Predacon loyalty circuitry. He's, he, his priorities were not in the right place. But, okay, like I said, she doesn't do much in this episode, but what we get here is pretty choice. Yes. Uh, so, it's this is so funny. Tarantulas, like, catches Rattrap trying to sneak back into the cage, so it looks like he didn't go anywhere. And he's like, ah, I found you. The spider has caught his rat in the wet. And then he just, he, Rattrap just shoots him. Yeah. Pest control is back on the menu, boys. He shoots him real bad. He gets away from, he gets super fucked up. I'm gonna make, my mission is to make pest control a, like, fanonly accepted ship term I, for these two I that's like my you. job now um everyone who's listening to this podcast if you could do like hashtag pest control uh beast wars realness um that would be great i would appreciate it um spread the word this is your solemn uh, this, duty this is now. this is um this is my opa magnus yeah that's right so immediate so th- this whole time the maxwells have been waiting right outside and Optimus like they're like, why don't we just attack right now? And I was like, we had no. I decide when we attack arbitrarily for no reason. Uh, I won't. And then Rattrap, get you know, beams him the signal, which manifests as one of Optimus's titties flashing, very briefly. And he, yeah, it does do that. And then he's like, okay, we attack now. <laughs> I love, I love this a lot. So they start blowing the fuck out of the dark side and Pterosaur is freaking out and then Megatron just floats up to him and is like 
Hey, how's it going? You, you, you having fun being the leader? And Pterosaurus like, um, how are you here? And Megatron's like, oh, yeah, you, can, you can lead if you want. I'm not here to, like, take it back. Go ahead. Do, do what you were going to do. I'm just an observer. He, he says, like, you know, the tyrant lets the fool lead to show the others why he was in charge in the first place. It's, uh, yeah. It, you know, it. I mean, listen, it's a classic Megatron Starscream moment, right? Oh, yeah. But Pterosaurus, the Starscream of this series. All I can think about is that grid. It's like, come watch Beast Wars. We have, and it, and then it's just Pterosaur, and it says literally just Starscream. <laughs> He's literally <laughs> just Starscream. Even has the same general fucking color palette, uh, just without the blue. So, yeah, I like Pterosaur's like, where the fuck is Tarantulas? Why didn't we hear them coming? Where where did he go? And then, like, Tarantulas is just fucking dying in the sewers somewhere. Um, this battle is where Black Arachnia does the one big thing she does in this episode, where Cheetor tries to shoot at her. This is, this is crazy what she does. Like, she just lets Cheetor blast the spider legs off of her robot mode. Yeah, she doesn't give a fuck. And just fucking slams him to the ground and is like, later, pussycat. And just, she just leaves. She just fucks off. She is not there at the end of the episode. I think someone Megatron goes like, "Well, Pterosaur, you lost she, Rat Trap and Tarantulas, or Rat Trap so, and Blackrachnia. Good job, buddy." Yeah, what happens here is like Cheetor runs towards her, blasts all her legs off, and then she just like slams him down with a single kick. And unless I am mistaken, what happens then is she launches off his face. She does, yes. Into into the blue unknown, saying maybe next time. Kind of a jury moment there, you know, like a little jury from yeah. Street Fighter-esque foot action. Um, also a little little tarantulous cucking action going yes. on. Yes. You know, he programmed that in. Let's not, let's not pretend anything else about tarantulous. Mm. We know, we know, we know him. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, the uh, there's a bit where uh, Terrace was like, "To prove your loyalty, Rat Trap, you have to shoot down Optimus Primal." So he does. Um, but then uh, Megatron additionally says, "Okay, that didn't count. Now to really prove your loyalty, execute Dinobot right now." Yeah. And uh, this is this is Rat Trap's newsflash asshole moment. I really love when Dinobot because he shoots down Optimus Primal, and Dinobot goes into like a fucking rage mode to tr- he goes to like kill Rat Trap with his bare hands. He does. The- I also uh, like speaking about that. We also like didn't talk about Optimus's face at all when he gets like the signal to attack, which is just like extremely feral yeah he goes a little bit ape mode there um but yeah i like it so so dinobot like marches over there and he just he he knocks uh pterosaur down and right before he decks him across the face you just hear pterosaur go "Uh oh and then you know he gets punched into orbit but yeah that so so rat trap is like oh man do i shoot dinobot to keep my cover and i i he must admit it was probably pretty tempting yeah. But in the end, he literally blows Pterosaur's head off. He shoots his head off. 
I hate this. This, okay, again, Beast Wars came before a lot of canon later on, but it didn't come before G1, and the removal of the head is generally an instant kill. <laughs> well, you remember in the in the 86 movie when Ultra Magnus got drawn and quartered, like blown to literal pieces by Galvatron? Uh, I mean, details. And they just put him back together with some trash? I mean, it's fine. Um, I, <laughs> it's literally fine. Remember the time when Optimus Prime was dismembered and his legs were turned into an alligator? And his head I mean, was in charge of the Empire State Building? I try not to, honestly, but... <laughs> Look, sometimes... I mean, they, they aren't quite as durable as... They're pretty durable. They're about as durable as Unicron Trilogy characters. We're like, you get a hole blasted through me and shoot them apart. You can tear their heads off. You can do whatever. But like, there's a little, a little, a little, a little super glue here and there, and they're good as new. Yeah. But the 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 Maximals retreat, and Megatron is is taunting Terrasaur. Is like, well, uh, your auspicious reign lost us Rat Trap. Lost us Black Arachne, and also our ship is all fucked up. And Pterosaur just says, I have a headache, as his head lands on the ground behind him. And finally, we, we get the reveal, because Dinobot is once again ready to kill Rattrap right now, as soon as they get back to base. He's like, he's ready for it. Yeah, he's like, only I get to betray my team. Yeah, I was about to say, the, the traitor... <laughs> no, I, it's and Rhinox, I mean, Rhinox throughout this entire thing has been, to, to his credit, has been like, you're one to talk, asshole. Yeah. And, but, but Optimus is like, no, wait. Let me, let me, I, I must reveal the prestige. Rattrap and I planned this whole thing as a way to, to sneak into their base and, and figure out what intel they had on us. It was, it was all a ruse. And I had to keep you all in the dark to, uh, to save his, his cover. Because, you know, they would have overheard us otherwise. It's like a and like we in on like a freeze frame of rat trap doing finger guns. Yeah, it's awful. That's the end. That's the end of double jeopardy. No one answers any quiz questions in this. I'm very betrayed. Sorry. No one answers any quiz questions in this episode. It's called double jeopardy. And it, yeah. And if there's no anyway. Barbara Stanwyck almost also wasn't there. No, no, sorry, that's double indemnity. Just kidding. <laughs> So, questions. We have one on Twitter from our usual Twitter asker, Z Paladin, at Mama Yamcha. What animal would be the best for an Airbud situation? What animal would be the funniest for an Airbud situation? Alright. Uh, I mean, the best for an Airbud situation is literally a golden retriever. We've seen this proof of concept. Yes. We we have we have we have the data on this. Um so I'm, I'm going to take an Airbud situation as only Airbud one, just basketball, no other sports. Right. Agreed. No Airbud two, no no Airbud three, whatever, just basketball. Yeah, we're not doing the uh, the Space Jam thing where uh, you know Shaq has br- reached out to uh, baseball. I mean, would you say Shaq? Sorry, Michael Jordan. <laughs> Which was also based on his real life career at the time. Um, right. No, that's what I'm saying. Yes. Yeah, we're not. We're not doing this. So I think actually. Listen, I don't know sportsmen. No, okay. Neither, neither do <laughs> Leave I. my ass neither alone. Do I, frankly. Um, so 
I think actually the best one for this would probably be some form of great ape, right? Like an orangutan or a gorilla. I feel like I feel like apes should be removed from the conversation. Are they cheating? Because they have hands. I think any. Yeah, I think if you have opposable th- thumbs, then that feels like cheating to me. That's not an airbud situation. What about an elephant? Elephant, I will absolutely give you, and that would be a banger choice. <laughs> Is that also not cheating because they're very tall and have big, big opposable trunks? No, I don't care. I don't care that they can just scoop that up and put it right in there. <laughs> That's you, fine. How do you how do you point guard an elephant? Like, what do you, you don't? What do you do? <laughs> You don't. There's a reason elephants don't play in real life. Uh, funniest for an airbud situation. A literal ant. Mantis shrimp. A blobfish. Oh god, no! Don't depressurize my blobfish. No, he was so majestic before. Yeah, I mean, uh, any any small. Or, yeah, I think. I think. I think. It, no, I think. Let's see. Funniest animal to play basketball. I still say a literal ant. But like he he gets squished and then the movie's over. No, but remember, ants can carry things many times their size. That's true. What if it's mini ants? What if what if it's an ant colony in the shape of a man? <laughs> Wait, no. I'm changing my answer to a B. Jerry Seinfeld's B in uh, particular. B movie two. B movie two. Air B. Electric Boogaloo. Air B. That's right. Airbnb. There we go. There's two of them. There's two bees this time. It's him and his wife. It's him and his human wife, Airbnb. Call me Jerry. We we got an idea for you. Alright, on to the Discord. Don't call me Jerry. You're a creep. <laughs> uh, from Machina. If you'd been a small 90s child and black arachnia was your first exposure to women's wrongs growing up, do you think you'd be any different? Also, tell us about your first remembrance of encountering women's wrongs in media as a child. Um, uh, probably not. I don't think I can be gayer. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think back on some of Black Arachnia's, like, stuff, right? Yeah. No, I don't think I'd be much different. Uh, However, for for the next part of the question, I do remember. I do remember my first encountering of women's wrongs in media as a child it's it is azula i think is is the first time where i was like thinking about wow this lady's like evil but also really cool okay i have two answers to this and there were or wh- one of them is older so the real one is the first exposure is carmen san diego right. for me okay yes um the the other one is um like all of the antagonists from Sailor Moon. Those are the ones that last like did like a lasting impression on me. Yeah. No, yeah, I can see that. Um like <sighs> Queen Beryl in particular, who is the main antagonist of the first season, would have been my earliest exposure. Um you could argue that sailor saturn is women's wrongs as well and she definitely had a huge lasting impact on me um and also black lady holy shit i'm trying to think of the only other one i can think of is ember from danny phantom oh danny phantom yes. that's a pretty good one yes it's her and azula those are the ones for me um yeah i mean those definitely affected me as well but not they were far from my first exposure. Absolutely. Um, 
Optimus Prime. So I want to say you both misquoted me for this. This it's not Optimus Primal's lubed up thighs. I said I said Optimus Primal's lubricated thighs. That's true, but it's it's set in stone though. I can't change the title. It's, it's in it's in the fucking sandstone tablets. Yeah. Of this podcast anyway, from history. From Sam. I mean, it's not, but anyway, from Sam, everyone has a little stylish thing they picked up at some point, like flipping a pen around their fingers or something. Do you have any? If not, what small but stylish thing do you want to learn? I mean, I don't... It's not stylish. I I have stims. I do... I I, I, um... Spun scissors around my finger like it was a revolver. Um, I, I do, um, chew on chain necklaces. But that's a stem. Um, something cool that I stylish that I do. Um, uh, I I do like unironically just because I started doing it ironically and then I couldn't get out of it. Um, hit the whip as an emphasis to a lot of the things I say. That's, that's stylish though, or cool. I mean, I the thing where if I'm like picking something up, I kind of like toss it up to my other hand. Before I carry it off, let's leave it, you know, if it's something that's safe to toss and not like a beverage or something. I mean, my party trick is that I, like, at karaoke in particular, is that I have a three and a half octave range. Oh. That's cool, I guess. Uh, what small but stylish thing do I want to learn? Um, I want to be better at double dutch. I don't really have one. Uh, I want to work on my fighting game execution. <laughs> yeah i think i was always very jealous of the uh, girls in my middle school who were like really good at double dodge i was able to get to the point where i could like jump into jump rope um but i never i never mastered double dutch so that would be cool um <laughs> <laughs> pretty okay pretty good uh from nero from disney minus Everyone gets a hat, but there's only one of each. Who gets which hat? So, for anyone listening who doesn't know who this is, this is Veer, the person who replaced me as a co-host on Disney Minus after I stepped away <laughs> to focus on other things. Pretty good. Who is slowly absorbing my identity. Um, everyone gets a different type of hat. Cheetor gets a beanie. No, yeah. he gets a snapback. Yes, absolutely. No, he gets a beanie because Rat Trap gets a snapback. He gets one of those snapbacks that say hentai on it. No, he gets one that says Mets. Oh fuck! Let's go. Is Scott Listen. McNeil is is he on cameo? Can I get? Can I pay him to say as Rat Trap? Let's go Mets, baby. Love the Mets. I mean, we could try messaging him first and see if he'll do it for free. That's Hell. true. He loves. He just he loves doing that shit. Um. Um. So, uh, those two are down. Um, <sighs> Someone has to have a beret. Rhinox gets a hard hat. Yes, he's a ma- he is a man at work. Who gets the beret? Is it... I feel like... Dinobot. Are you kidding me? Yeah, maybe Dinobot is a beret guy. But it's like a red beret. Yes. Um, uh, sorry, or, or like a green beret. Megatron has like a fucking... He's in a top hat, sorry. Yeah, he also, is. we didn't do Primal. Oh. I ne- we need to do Primal right. first. Primal. For primal. Because oh. he's like, he's not a soldier. He's not a soldier. He is a scientist forced into being a soldier, right? That's his whole thing. So he 
gets oh god i'm i'm running through the the the, the database of hats in my head what does he get a functional. I think yet... he actually get a perfectly nice Stetson. Yeah, very a very stylish one. Not like a not like a crazy cowboy hat, but like what? Yeah, what? just like a, a decent, a perfectly nice Stetson. Yeah, Megatron gets a fucking Radigan style top hat. He does tricks with it. Yeah. Um. Uh. Tarantulas gets a fedora. Scorponok has one of those uh, little beanies with the propeller on it. Oh, pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. Um, Score. Uh, Waspader has a motorcycle helmet because he needs it. <laughs> uh, I think like Pterosaur gets a bowler. Yeah, that makes sense. And then our two new guys, Tigatron and Black Arachnia. Tigatron's in one of those like cork safari hats. Um. Yeah. Hats. Sure. Yeah. I'll give that. And I'm gonna give. Um. I think. I think I'm gonna give the pillbox to Black Arachnia. By the way, we never said who voices Black Arachnia, a woman with one of the coolest names of all time, Venus Terzo. Oh yeah. Sorry. I was. I was so enraptured by Blue Men Kuma. <laughs> 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 Venus Terza as Black Arachnia, and there, there we go. Hats for every member of the Beast Wars. You can either, you can either picture them in in robot mode, but it's much more fun to picture them in in Beast mode. Just imagine T Rex Megatron in a stylish top hat. <laughs> oh, another thing I forgot to mention. There's a bit in uh, Fallen Comrades where Megatron does like the silent hand signals thing with his little fucking T Rex arms. <laughs> He makes like a split up motion with his. Oh yes, fucking... it's it looks it looks fucking terrible. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, I do want to since we did mention her, I do just want to talk about Venus Terzo's other role, best known roles. Mm-hmm. Um, she's mostly known for um playing Jean Grey in X Men Evolution. Ooh. Um, and uh, the female voice of Ranma Saltome. Wow. In How about that? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Next up here from Strawberry Jam, but a robot. Who is most likely to accidentally put a computer virus on the Axelon and or Darkseid computer? What were they doing when they got the virus on the computer? And what kind of 90s slash 2000s era virus does it end up being? I have the answer to all three. It's Tarantulas. You know what he was doing and it just destroys it. Yeah, it just blows it up. For the uh, for the for the Maximals, it's Cheetor. He was downloading. You know what he was doing. He was downloading <laughs> badass toolbars, um, and Coop and he gets a virus that instantly gives all of the Maximals credit card no. information to like swindle. No, he literally just downloads Bonzi Buddy because he thinks it's Optimus. <laughs> hey, Optimus! I found you on the computer. And then the whole fucking, oh god, the Axelon being infected with Bonzi Buddy. Coop Taraz! Terrible. Um, and finally, once again from, uh, from Nero from Disney Minus, if the Beasties had to have Disney princesses as their human companions, who would get paired up with who? Specifically, which Disney princess hangs out with Beast Wars Megatron? Oh, Elsa. Yes! <laughs> they're both easy they're both, slam dunk they're both queens that slay yeah listen okay 
So you you tell me you tell me Megatron this Megatron has never sung show tunes before. Look at him. Okay, for for all the rest, I'm going to use the very loose definition of princesses. Yes. Uh, right. So primal, easy, Jane, Mm -hmm. no question. Um, Cheetor, that's going to be Jasmine. He's basically Aladdin. Uh, Rhinox, that's going to be Belle. Sensible, very very even headed. Yeah, that's going to be Belle. Um, Rat Trap's difficult. Um, but I think, <laughs> I think. to see Princess. Mm, now, now hear me out, Meg. Fuck. Shit, you're right. Hear me out. She I'm putting the, him with Meg. She is the scumbag to see Princess. Oh my God. Um, she's like, she's the only bitch that could handle his ass, probably. Yeah. Um, Okay. Um, moving on to the Predacons. We already, Elsa, easy, Megatron, done. Uh, Pterosaur. <sighs> this one must be easier with the Disney villains, right? But that's not right, the question. Right, but I do, yeah. Pterosaur. Who the fuck would want to hang out with Pterosaur? I think, I'm gonna do Mulan because I think she could kick his ass. Yeah, he she would like... And get him into line. Fucking beat him into shape, right. Yeah. Um, Tarant- <laughs> Tarantulas? I don't... I don't want to do that. <laughs> tarantulas. <laughs> like, I don't... Tarantulas. I don't want to do that? Tarantulas, no answer given. Um, uh, uh, Charlotte from Charlotte's Web. <laughs> Um, um, what about oh, okay so uh, Waspinator Scorpionator okay, and Waspinator okay Waspinator I'm going to actually give um, I think I think um, Alice yes would actually be a fair one for Waspinator what? I think they could just like chill out listen she's she's used to big bugs she talks to a giant centipede yeah and to be Waspinator sounds like a fucking um, Alice in so I'm gonna anyway. give Oh wait! You know what? No, I figured out. I figured out for tarantulas, Nala. Oh, she she can just eat them. That's right. Well, what about Scorpion? <laughs> we never gave one to Scorpionok. Oh, and and Scorpionok. Wait, I did have. Uh, I think Scorpionok might be my Cinderella choice, actually. Okay, does that make he's Prince Charming? Well, listen, he's he's not very bright, but he is. Or actually, you know what? Ariel. Yep. Not very bright, but Eric, not very bright, but very, but very loyal. There you go. Exactly your type. Beautiful. Uh, do we need to do Tigertron and Black Rackney for this one as well? I mean, we, we can. Uh, fuck it. I'll give Tigertron Cinderella at this point. Now he is Prince Charming. I mean, look at, listen to that voice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then. Black Arachnia, which of the princes do I think would be the best fit for Black Arachnia? Zigbar. No. Okay, so um. here's the thing. Here's the thing. Spoil light spoilers. We know Black Arachnia's taste in men. She likes yes. square jawed hero types. She loves that shit. I mean, is it Is it Gaston? Oh! <laughs> Is it Gaston? LeFou, I'm going to find out the answer to the eternal question. Do Spider have puss puss? I think it might be Gaston. I think you might be right. I think it might be Gaston. 
Well, thank you, Beer. I hope you've enjoyed forcing <laughs> Nero back into the mouse's house uh, once again for this and dragging me along with it. No one fights like Gaston. No one drinks like Gaston. Fucks like Gaston. No one fucks giant robot spiders like Gaston. Weave! That's, that's how it goes. <laughs> Prime Cuts. Follow us on Twitter. Disney, you know where to find me. <laughs> you follow us on Twitter at Prime Cuts Pod. Uh, Nero, you can follow me on Twitter at Dragonsmutra for as long as that website still functions. And on yeah, you have three hot days as of recording this. Co-host at Dragonsnuggler. My various other projects can be found in various other places, such as Radio Free Heidelin, the Final Fantasy XIV podcast I do with my friend Jane, recording a new one this week. That is at Heidelin Radio on Twitter and at Radio Free Heidelin on co-host. Uh, we also do Talk Cycles, which does not have a, uh, a socials up quite yet. It should by the time this podcast comes out. But we know what we're doing next time. It is going to, we are going, our patrons voted. We're going to be continuing with Infinity Train. We're going to do Infinity Train Book 3. Very exciting. Yahoo! Um, and, of course, you can find the Podcast of Power at Pod of Power on Twitter. Actually, I think it's it's actually uh, at Podcast of Power on Twitter. Yeah, that's me. I'm Audrey. You can find me on Tumblr, Twitter, again, for as long as that lasts, and co-host at Optima on Prime, which is my funny robot internet joke. You can also listen to the other podcast I do called Pot of Greed. It's about Yu-Gi-Oh! We're in the late beginning of 5Ds now. Um, things are popping off. It's a good show. How many Ds have showed up? Uh, four of them. Oh, wow. The last one's coming. And I hear, I hear the fifth one is around the corner. Oh, boy. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, that's it. Um, I also have a show that hasn't been released yet, but will be coming out soon, called um, I'm Eden Here, which will be a New York foodie podcast on the uh, Moonshot Network. Uh, stay tuned for more information about that, as well as being cast in an audio drama, which I really can't talk about more right now, uh, but we'll be very excited to share the information with you all when more of that becomes available and uh we're all on noise space so go and check us out there you can also check us out on twitter at prime cut spot you already said that didn't you that's right um but listen to it again and join our discord we do fun things here um so and so scarily close to watching age of extinction <laughs> so close you know what it's not the worst um and you know what i don't we don't usually say this but i'll say it here because i checked itunes the other day if you like what we do give us a little five star review um it you know helps spread the word about us on on pod catchers of all all types so tell everyone um, about hashtag uh pest control and listen yeah call that's right. disney to tell them that you that's have a right. great idea for a gaston solo movie they just have to get in touch with hasbro five likes and i invite james robert on <laughs> james robert on i'm like half a second away from doing it anyway five likes Look, i'll do it there's like a 30 there's like a 60 percent chance he just says yes yeah i'm not joking <laughs> i listen i live a life without shame or or uh apprehension that's beautiful yeah um i think that's basically it from us so um until next time i'm going to drag myself under my auto lasers and uh watch them blast 
the cockroaches that move uh, in my apartment to smithereens. Transform and roll out. I am going to uh, walk out of my jail cell and whistle a jaunty tune. Transform and roll out. Beast. Beast. Beast.